0: Thank you so much to the supporters of this podcast. If you would like to become a supporter too, go to lesbianromantic.com forward slash support. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Connection Concealed, Part 23, Bears. Previous Episode Pretend we're in a meeting, a job interview. So, let's get started. Are you married? Of course not. Good, probably should have asked you that before we... Don't you have a report to file in a few hours? Yeah. June 12th, 2061, San Francisco, Fire Blue Territory, North American Province, 20.55, local time. Louise put down her cases with gear next to the old desk. She looked around. Everything seemed the same as it had yesterday. It had taken them longer to get to the transmission site by the ocean, though. It was almost 9 p.m. She switched on the desk lamp. Behind her, Elle stood, shuffling her feet. Louise exhaled slowly, trying to keep a lid on her frustration Things had gotten really uncomfortable between them the moment they had started the tour around the network facility. Sure, they had spoken to each other, but only when needed for the inspection. It was as if they had both decided to focus on the job at hand and put what had just happened between them in the freezer. It was killing Louise she wanted to say something. Anything. That is, anything that would end the sadness in Elle's eyes. The awkwardness between them seemed to be taking a toll on her, too. I need to do something, Louise thought. But what? Okay, um, I'll let you work. Just knock on my door when you're ready to go, Elle said. Wait. Louise blurted out, spinning around. This was her chance. Why don't you stay? Elle pushed a bouncy curl back behind her ear. Louise gestured at the other desk. It's just us. Seems a bit silly to be in different rooms, right? Elle glanced at the desk and tucked her hands in her pockets. Yeah... Okay, sure. Louise smiled to herself as she picked up one of the cases and took out her terminal. She heard a chair move, and when she straightened up, Elle was sitting and staring out of the window. The orange light of the sunset gave her face a warm glow. Louise studied her beautiful profile for a few moments the butterflies in her stomach, wide awake. But then Elle caught her, staring. What? she asked shyly. Louise switched on her terminal, averting her gaze. Nothing, she said, blushing, pretending to be at work. A few moments later, she had to stop herself from looking up at Elle again louise opened the software she would use to create the report instead making this report seem like she had done a thorough inspection would be a challenge she had been distracted all afternoon images of her and l on the desk had kept flashing through her mind She had done her best to look for evidence of recent renovations or other things that seemed out of place. There hadn't been much to see, though. The location clearly had not been in active use recently. Louise still had plenty to report on, of course. She had to tell the teams Hobbs was in the hospital at the presidential residence. That would certainly set off alarm bells. Louise would have to make it seem like she had everything under control. She stretched her fingers a few times. Where to start? Hobbs's accident. How to describe his encounter with Stucky? She pictured the scene and chuckled. What's so funny? Elle asked. Louise looked up in surprise. Shit, had she laughed out loud? I was thinking about Hobbes. Elle's eyebrows shot up. That makes you laugh? Hardly. Louise said, grinning. I was thinking of Stucky attacking him. El crossed her legs. It wasn't an attack, she said with a wide smile. I know, I know, Louise replied. He just wanted to play. El nodded. Yeah. She turned back to the window then. I'm glad he's doing better, Louise added quickly, trying to keep the conversation going. Al scratched her cheek absentmindedly. Yeah, he does seem less upset. She inclined her head. And a lot wilder. <laughs> True, Louise giggled. He'll definitely keep you entertained. Al folded her hands in her lap. yes. I don't know how my aunt kept up with him. Louise fidgeted with the power button of her terminal. How are you coping after her death? She asked carefully. Elle's expression instantly became guarded. Louise forced herself to keep looking at her, waiting patiently. After a few moments, Elle visibly clenched her jaw and shifted in her seat louise was about to give up and comment on the sunset to change the subject when l clicked her tongue softly as if making a decision i'm heartbroken she admitted her voice almost a whisper louise's mouth went dry Elle looked at her from under fragile eyelashes I miss her every second of every day. She shrugged tiredly. But I have to be strong. I don't have time to be sad. Louise was up from her chair before she had given it any thought. Once she was standing in front of Elle. She wasn't sure what to do, though. Elle met her gaze, her expression open, her eyes expectant. Louise clumsily sat down on the floor. Tell me about her, she said, her hand running up and down Elle's lower leg. Elle wiped her cheeks with her sleeves, sniffling. You tell me something about yourself first. Um, why? After our job interview, I realized you have told me almost nothing. Louise played with a loose thread at the bottom of Elle's slacks. I haven't. Nope, Elle replied dryly. I think you owe me some embarrassing stories, or, you know, just basic info. Louise nodded slowly. Elle was right, of course. Louise wasn't one to share many details about herself. It didn't come naturally to her. Okay, she said. Let me write my report, and then you can ask me whatever you want. Her stomach was queasy. Elle slapped her knees. Great, I think I'll start with ex-girlfriend's. The churning in Louise's abdomen intensified. She tried to laugh, but it didn't sound all that convincing. (laughs) There was no way she could ever tell Elle about Michelle. Just no way. Michelle would kill her if she found out. And what would Elle say when she realized Louise had been in a relationship with a woman? who is in charge of the effort to force the Fire Blue Rebels to their knees. That would not play out well, Louise guessed. Not much to report there, she said, hurrying to get up and behind her desk. I certainly wasn't playing hide-and-seek in my bedroom at 15. Elle stuck out her tongue and turned to look out of the window again. Louise was off the hook, for now. Ninety-tense minutes later, Louise gave up on the report. She had done the best she could under the circumstances. It was dusk by now, and the night sky would set in soon. She got up from the chair. She gathered her terminal and the case with the portable satellite. I need to go send this thing. Want me to wait here? Elle asked. Louise considered the question. She could ask Elle to stay inside and be off the hook for a bit longer. But that didn't feel right. Plus, she loved talking to her and didn't want to go back to the awkward silence or distance between them. No, what if there is a bear? she said in a serious tone. Elle snickered. <laughs> a bear? Louise pointed at the door. I heard there are still bears out there. Elle grimaced. Not many. (sighs) Guess I won't need your protection, then. Louise sighed dramatically. I don't know. There are other scary things out there. Oh, really? Really? Louise replied and headed for the door. Better bring your secret weapon, then. It was a beautiful evening outside. The sky was a dark purple-blue. The crickets were loud. The waves were crashing into the rocks in the distance. Louise had grown fond of the atmosphere here. This shouldn't take long, she told Elle, who was now walking next to her. Take your time, Elle replied. I'm in no hurry. Louise stopped at the place where she and Hobbes had sent their report the previous two evenings. She opened the case with the satellite. Yeah, I noticed you didn't mind waiting. She commented, her curiosity getting the upper hand. "Didn't you get bored?" L shook her head vehemently. "No, not at all. I needed this. Setting up the satellite wasn't that hard, even without Hobbs." Louise quickly realized to her satisfaction. She straightened up and looked at L. "Needed what?" L took a few steps away towards the ocean. A day of peace and quiet. Louise carefully positioned her terminal next to the satellite before she spoke. Peace and quiet? She asked in a challenging tone. The memory of Al's breathy whispering and whimpering against her ear was so vivid it sent a jolt of pleasure through her body. Peaceful and quiet was not how she would describe their day together. El slowly turned around and met her gaze. Okay, not all quiet, she said huskily. Louise couldn't see the color of El's eyes from this distance, but she remembered the shades of grey well. She yearned to get closer. She wanted to kiss L again. She wanted a lot more than kisses. L pointed at the terminal. Better get that going, she teased. Louise lowered her eyes reluctantly. Yeah, she agreed, <clears throat> clearing her throat. Just give me a few minutes. She worked in silence. L, in the meantime, walked to the edge of the cliff and stared at the ocean. Once the file was being transferred, Louise hurried to join her there. She had a bit of time while the report was uploading. I love it here, L said. <sighs> Me too, Louise replied after taking in a deep, breath of salty night air the moon was bright and its reflection on the water spectacular you do el asked surprised louise nodded slowly i never get to see this at home el was silent for a few moments where do you live Ah, here come the questions louise thought apartment near the base she said do you like military life louise glanced sideways Al was staring at her yes of course why did you enlist to impress michelle flashed through louise's mind i wanted to prove i could do it she replied It wasn't a lie. Not entirely. She didn't give Al time to ask whom she had wanted to impress. My parents weren't very supportive of me. I rebelled, I guess. Not a complete lie, either. Al snorted. (laughs) By doing something very responsible and selfless? Louise smiled sadly. They didn't think joining the army was responsible. Really? Elle mumbled. What about your sister? Louise grimaced. They always liked her decisions in life a lot more. She admitted, not able to keep the bitterness out of her voice. How so? Both of my parents are academics. My sister also teaches at a university now. Oh, Elle kicked a small rock. Louise watched it fly off the cliff and down into the water. She suddenly wondered if her parents would ever visit her in prison. Probably not. My aunt gave me a hard time for years. I know what it feels like. Elle said softly. Louise turned to her, intrigued. A loud bleep from the terminal stopped her from asking what Elle meant. Elle nodded in the direction of the sound. Gotta go see what's up. Louise ran a hand through her hair. The wind was picking up. Yeah, she said grudgingly. They walked back to the terminal together. When Louise checked the screen, she immediately saw the alert that indicated an incoming file. The teams back at home had sent her updated instructions. She glanced up nervously. Elle had wrapped her arms around herself, rubbing her upper arms. Everything okay? Louise squinted at the screen. Yeah, all done. Give me one more moment. She hesitated, her finger hovering over the file. What was in there? Probably some new information about Elle or the Rebels in general. Or maybe further instructions on how to approach the mission. Louise didn't want to know any of it not right now at least I could wait until Hobbs is with me she thought wouldn't it be better to read the instructions together anyway that might not be possible until tomorrow morning though she would have to lock away the gear as soon as she arrived at the residence fuck it she thought I'll come up with an excuse for Hobbs I'm not going to ruin this evening. Louise tapped the icon to switch off the screen, knowing full well she was choosing denial. She looked up and smiled at Elle. It's getting cold. Let's go home. Elle nodded and started walking to the small building. Home, huh? I mean the residence. Louise corrected herself. "Mm Mm-hmm, right, Elle said. Louise grinned. Being in denial wasn't all bad. Next episode... The people who started this republic believed technology was used to enslave us. I take it you disagree? I just don't know what to think. Was Lucas with you? Yes, of course. Did she make a move on you? Thank you again to the supporters of this podcast. A special thank you to the fellow romantics who set up a recurring contribution. It makes such a big difference. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, you. thank you. thank you. All right, that was it for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next week. To the Bells and Whistles Theater. Step inside and follow me into an enchanted realm of sound. It would be my privilege to welcome you to the Bells and Whistles Theater today. Go to the Patreon membership page and see if there's a seat available. Patreon.com/slash/lesbianromantic